Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday show. Hopefully you're doing all right. Hopefully you have your copy and have everything set up. Wow, I have this playing someplace else, so I have to figure that out. Oh, now I have an echo. Where is this? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the (laughs) Thursday show. All right, I got to figure this out. Hopefully you're doing all right. There we go. There it is. And have everything. Man, sorry about that. I messed that up. Jeez. Obviously, I need more coffee today. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I'm your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist nor an attorney. I'm basically just an individual like you who's gone through a tough experience that out of necessity, I had to develop some tips and techniques to save my own sanity. But after a while, I developed and shared with you guys to help you do the same thing. Get your life back. Break the cycle of toxic abuse. Minimize the effect as much as we possibly can on ourselves and our children. And strengthen the relationship with kids if we have them. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose an individual with a personality disorder. Leave it to the professionals. Be really careful throwing terms around, uh, especially in if you're in the middle of litigation. You don't want to get into a situation where they start... Your whole story is eroded because you're talking about medical terms. If you like what's going on here, minus whenever I make mistakes and have the nasty echoes, <laughs> consider supporting the channel. Subscribe, ring the bell notification, but if you really want to help, become a channel member. You get special badges, custom emojis, name listed in the credits, mem- and access to member-only events, plus the member-only Discord. So... Next thing, if I hit my button correctly, is if you want to get the text notification when the show goes live, just text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012. And speaking of phone lines, the phone lines are open today. You can dial into the show at 1424-373-5483 or 1424-DSD-LIVE. And if you're outside the country, there is a web interface that you can also use. Anyways... Man, rough start to the morning. I am uh, I'm not on my A game, I guess. At least at least I was cogent enough to uh, uh or awake enough, I guess, to um be able to get my uh to figure out what in the world was going on there. What happens is is I have to open up the uh the live stream to get the chat to pop out. And uh I had forgotten to get out of that window. Normally I close it, but I did it in the wrong window. So it was sitting there open in the background, just waiting for the show to start, waiting for it to play. Computers waiting for it to do exactly what it was meant to do. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I said, you know, sometimes crazy, sometimes days are just a little off. And uh, hopefully everything gets back on track soon. Shane says, not too much coffee, Dwayne. You'll burn out those adrenals and you'll need them for the holidays with the, <laughs> with the narc. <laughs> yeah, let's see. The holidays are split up. So I get the kids for Thanksgiving next week. So I have the kids all next week. Actually, I have them now too. And then during the Christmas break, they'll be with their mom. So uh, I'll have... Uh, I'll have a reprieve. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. Not what I'm supposed to do, but I uh, 
I don't know if I'm going to be taking, well, I, I'll have to burn whatever leave I have left, but anyways, I was trying to think of a topic this morning and just kind of, uh, running, running slow. Maybe I'm on that on the, uh, every time I have a guest, it seems to the next following day, I'm a little off, but yesterday's show was, uh, I was, I, I enjoyed that. I hope you guys did too. It was a good discussion. It's it's nice to have different perspectives every once in a while. Maybe somebody explains something a little different. And uh, Paul's a good guy. Tomorrow I have uh, another guest. Uh, Yana, I think is her name, Heard. I'm probably completely butchering that. She's a, uh expert on family, uh, our daughter-father relationships. And she does coaching on how to deal with the dynamic when you have girls. And, uh, you know, how to, how to undo the damage or if you're in a situation where you know, how to strengthen the relationship and, or get it back on track. So I'm looking forward to that conversation tomorrow. So I grab Alex's question it says DSD, how easy is it at the moment to settle makeup days? Honestly, Alex, I'm going through this nine, uh, what, well, basically nine years. I have never been able to get a makeup day. To be honest, I, I really figured the ex was going to ask for makeup days for the COVID thing. And that would have been perfectly fine. If uh, she would have said, hey, you know, you had three months straight. Let's uh, do something to to uh, even even that. But that didn't happen. And I didn't bring it up. So I, m my thing on that, what I would say on that, Alex, is try to try to keep things as. Well, let me back up. Deal with it quickly. Meaning if there's a makeup day. If at all possible, try to do it before you actually need need it. For instance, you know what? Let me back up. There was one instance where we had a makeup day, and it was a total Charlie Foxtrot. And that was whenever I had put out that I wanted, you know, my week of va a summer vacation. Actually, I hadn't even put it out yet. And the ex pretty much figured it out. She had... She had received a, a calendar where it was not specifically listed, but it was pretty obvious where it was going to be. And amazingly enough, there was an event scheduled right in the first few days, two days of that. You guys, anybody that's been around here on the channel for a while has heard me talk about the story of that particular summer vacation where... The ex basically sent an email saying, you know, oh, a long lost friend is is in town or is going to be in town these particular days. And we are, we're going to do a, a, a mommy, daughter only, girls only camping thing. So you have to keep the boy and whatnot. And what ended up happening is I'm like, okay, you know, no. I waited a while to answer because I knew I had been checkmated on that one. I knew it was a double bind. And I actually, per, I mean, and Debbie actually really pushed for this because I was probably just going to let it go because I didn't want to fight it. 
and had said, okay, no problem. You know, those two days, those are great. We'll just do, I want these other days to make up for it. And we did it before they did their thing, if I remember correctly. And, uh, and that was a cluster. That was a Charlie Foxtrot. And I remember when I was trying to negotiate that, whenever the kids came back and my, my middle daughter walked right through the door, it's right behind the camera. Didn't even say hi and just started berating me. How dare I make this about me and not her? And how am I trying to interfere with her friend? And I'm like, whoa, cool your jets, pumpkin, pumpkin light. I didn't say that, but I just said, look, here's the deal. Trying to facilitate so you can go on your trip because you want to see your friend, right? Well, yeah. Well, this is the compromise. I want these other two days to make up for the week because I'm, you know, it's missing, missing, messing up our plan. However, our plans are flexible. And guys, that's really key, especially I know the, I'm not really answering the question on holidays, but and vacation time. But it's it's critically critically important that you keep things flexible. You know, until you have a pattern where the ex doesn't ever do anything like this. Don't be scheduling big trips or something that uh, that if things get completely derailed, you can't recover from. You know, like don't be buying un, uh, tickets that can't be refunded, hotel rooms that can't be moved. Had we had that, it would have been a complete disaster. Anyway, so that was the one time that I was actually able to change or get a makeup, get two makeup days. But it was a painful process. And, uh, you know, but I mean, as, a, as double binds go, that was probably the best decision that was possible in that environment. Oh, nice. I, um, let me see if I can find this. Uh, where or where is it? GA says, uh, yesterday was a great day. Finally free of the narc so far as criminal law side of things. Whoop. <laughs> Hold on a second. I got to do this. Congratulations, GA. That is outstanding. Not that you should have ever had to go through that, but to, to be at that point, good for you, man. I always like to hear good news. So... Sorry about that. I hit the button too soon. Oh, okay, cool. It looks like Matt had called in, so I'll grab that here in a moment. Let me just go through the rest of these before I before I jump to that. So I asked, I answered that one. I'm just scrolling down to the bottom. <laughs> I'll bring this up. Tiffany says, I say whiskey tango foxtrot a lot. <laughs> And you did it right. A lot of people use uh, different things, you know, like, at least I think. It's been, it's been a while since I've actually had, uh, actually done it mil on the military side, the, the uh, phonetic alphabet. But uh, good old military comes up with acronyms for everything. So, 
All right, I am, I'll go ahead and go to the, the call, make sure I got everything set up. So I'll go to 84, our area code 845 first. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, it's Matt from New York. How are you? Hey, Matt, how are you doing, man? Uh, what's the, so you, let's see, you got the conference with the judge. What happened? How are things going? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you. Um, you know, my lawyer and my wife's lawyer met with uh, the judge uh, yesterday. The judge said, uh, according to her, this is a 50-50 case. And you can <laughs> go to court if you want to, but I'm going to rule 50-50. It's pretty good, bro. That is, hold on, I got to do this. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Dude, you have been, yeah. you've been, you've been having panic attacks over this for months dude that has to feel absolutely feel yeah. great i'm sure she has probably about lost her mind dude be incredibly careful uh that you don't get set up you know that she doesn't try to pull some domestic violence issue or something now to try to turn the tide but uh that is outstanding yeah, I, I definitely uh it's great they uh you know her, her the judge asked her lawyer um you know is there anything wrong with the father he said no they're both good parents <laughs> Are you serious? Um, serious? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what my lawyer told me. Unless my lawyer is making up stories. No, that's what he told me. And uh, it, it, it's really good. It's really good. The judge didn't even appoint an attorney for the child. So it's not necessary. We're not even appointing an attorney for the child. Dude, that is, I, you know, see, anybody who's just calling in who's new to the show, I, I, you know, Matt has been going through this. For, for oh my god, a few what, what two years now, right? I mean, you still live in the same house with her. It, you you yeah. you've been the stay at home dad, if I remember correctly. She has like locked you out. No, of, no. But oh no, that's right. You do work. Sorry, no, but, I wasn't. But but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying we to give a work. summary. I mean, it's like so you've been dealing with this. Yeah. You've stayed in the house. You haven't left. You you she is just doing crazy stuff. You know, lock you know locking the 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 laundry room, taking the shower head off. I mean, just, you know, just so you can't use the shower. I mean, anything she can to make your life miserable, yep. won't let you read to the kid Absolutely. at night, all of this stuff. And you, so I, I do have one question. Did, are you yes. hearing that you staying has, was helpful? Had you left, would you have been in a different position or do you think you would have been in 50, I mean, 50, 50 anyways? Um, I didn't hear anything. I know that when I first, you know, initiated this process, my lawyer said, you know, the, even I think that the paralegal who I actually talked to first on the phone, just she said, whatever you do, do not leave the house. Do not move out. Do not leave. Okay. Okay. And and he told me later, yeah, do not leave the house. Um, I mean, I'm sure it. W I mean, if I would have left the house, she would not have agreed to equal time. It would have set a precedent. Oh yeah. Of whatever she would allow. So the, if I went there, I'm sure if we went there today, yesterday and said the current situation is father lives here, mother lives here, um, dad is seeing the kid every other weekend, she, she might have just said we're going to stay with the status quo because that's what's been happening for a year. Oh, man. So when, when the, yeah. so are you guys, I'm a, let me ask you this. So are you going to trial? Is she going to push it? I don't, I can't imagine why. My lawyer said, the judge literally said, you can spend ten, twenty thousand dollars, but I'm going to rule fifty-fifty. It's going to be fifty-fifty. That's amazing. I don't see dude. what would motivate her to do. It. Not at point. She already said I'm a good father, so it's not like now she's going to come back and say I'm a rapist, I'm a murderer, I'm a beater. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't see where she goes from here. 
and then I found out also, you know, I, I, some leverage. Um, my one of the guys, uh, Shane, on the on the thread always talks about leverage. You know, with these kind of people, I did find out. Finally, got her financial statements. My, she's in. I'm shocked, by the way, because our finances were always kind of separate. We never had joint credit cards like that. She's incredibly in debt. But I didn't even realize how much debt credit card debt she's in. So I don't see her in any position to carry on this fight. Oh, good. You know, oh, that's good, she, man. Yeah, she's in trouble money wise. I don't, you know, but I, I, I yeah, it's good. It's it's really I'm, good. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I mean, I kind of expected this, but I mean, to finally hear it, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's great, man. You know, I mean, I, I didn't expect it. I mean, it's not over. It's not over, but no, I didn't, no. uh, I didn't expect it to be this swift and in the sense that, I expected, you know, having to, and I have you know, 1,500 pages of journals and photographs and, and witnesses to, to prove I'm a father, which is, it's so stressful to, to prove you're a father. Yeah. And yeah. to find that literally right at the, at the offset, the judge is like, this is a 50 50 case. It's, this is the way it's going to be. The judge yeah. also said, um, you know, she prefers whatever pl- plan we come up with, she prefers, in her mind, what she wants is she doesn't want any kind of extended period of time where one parent doesn't see the other child. So like a week on week off is out of the question for her, which is fine. But that her mindset, the judge's mindset precludes anything my wife ever wanted. Cause what she wanted would have had a week twice a month where I didn't see him at all. Right. Cause you'd have that span. Yeah. 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 Weekend, you know, right. So the judge's mind is exactly where I need it to be. I mean, that's awesome, dude. I, you know, the only thing I would say so is try, gotta, uh, you know, tr- try to try to write in the in the order that later, whenever your son's older, that it switches to week to week because it'll make your life a hell of a lot easier. That that two two four thing, I which will is, keep that in mind. You know, and it may not be something that you you can put in, but if you could, if you could just have it in there to where you know, whenever he's, whenever it starts, uh, you know, junior high or something or a regular school or something, just have it week on week off. Um, I, but, but when it's younger, it's, <clears throat> it's better. I, the only reason I say that is because if, uh, unless you both agree to make some type of change later, then you have to decide whether you're going to go back to court for it. And, you know, yeah. so, I mean, it's, it's something to think about if so not, I it ain't, I mean, it isn't worth it to blow yeah, the whole thing up. I mean, if, if, uh, if you're actually like, no, that's too much time for him to be with you ever, then you're just being like, all right, well, whatever, just give me my 50, 50 and let's move on. That is awesome, dude. I am so glad yeah, I mean, Fury, to hear Fury that. Wanted, thanks. Fury wanted to do 50-50 after fifth grade. Fury said that. So, But this is this is great. And, uh, you know, I got to thank you and what you do because it really gave a lot of advice, a lot of support to make me, to let me, you know, to give me the strength to stay the course. And that, you know, we're not alone. This is, stuff does happen to other people. And stay calm. Don't react. Yeah. It's, it's been very important, so I do appreciate that. And I don't really know what happens next. I haven't actually talked to her. She she went out as soon as she got home last night, which was a good sign because that's usually when she's when she's uh, you know what are we like huffing and puffing. She goes out all night, so she went out, and uh, you know our son's home with us in the morning. So you know we didn't we haven't talked about this yet. I don't know exactly what she's going to do yet. Uh, it's uh, it's it's all good for me, but I don't know what she's going to do yet. I don't know if she's gonna. She could do anything. She could pull a, you know, a president, a presidential thing and just say, I'm not leaving. This isn't happening. I don't know. I don't know if she's in denial or how that's going to, I don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, well, it's it's all good though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is it, I mean, at least you're not calling in saying, oh, the judge, you know, doesn't want to do this and is trying to force me to do something different. I mean, that is great news, man. And you said it was a, it was a female judge too. 
Yes, a female judge. You know, she's very no nonsense, according to what my lawyers told me. And I had that other second opinion from the other lawyer, which kind of concurred with my lawyer, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, and she she's very uh, you know no nonsense, and you know that's that's good for me because my wife is full of nonsense. Oh yeah. No, I so, forgot. And, I and forgot she, you were going to do the uh, do the other the other um talk to another attorney. I forgot about that. So that one. I mean, how did that go? Yeah, I did. It went. I went really well. I really actually really liked her a lot. And I, I kind of, part of me said, I wish I had found her first. Not that mine is bad, but I really liked talking to her. So, and, but a lot of the same stuff, she concurred with my lawyer, which is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see that it wasn't way off base. Like, so I was like, all right, fine. It sounds good. Yeah. Um, you know, she expressed that she would probably, if it was up to her, she would probably push back more on the things my wife does. She would want to see like orders. She'd want to ask a judge to you know order these locks removed, that kind of stuff. But other than that, like basically, then you know she kind of concurred with the what my lawyer was doing, so that reassured me. And good. And it seems like he was doing the right thing because this uh, yeah the meeting went went really well, and it sounds like uh, the judges of of in agreement with our, our point of view and, and our perspective on this. So I see uh, all positive. That's outstanding. Well, thanks for sharing that, man. I appreciate it. That's that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's good to get some some good news on the thread once in a while. <laughs> I, well, you know what? Actually, it seems like most of the time we do, right? When things finally come down to it, it seems yeah. like things turn out pretty good. We haven't really had somebody who 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 has is in the middle of going through it and come back and said, "Oh my God, I just got destroyed." Close, like I Tumblers was close whenever he got right. that bad gal report, but. Um, you know, his court yeah. trial went well. So, all right, man. Hey, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I appreciate it. I just, want, I, just want, I just want to say one more. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, just, again, telling guys and, and women out there as well, don't get intimidated at this stuff. They're gonna. My wife told me how many times, the judge is going to agree with me. I'm the mother. You're gonna, Every other week is all you're ever going to get. It, all the threats, all the intimidation, stay the course. It might just work out. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, man. Oh, man, that is outstanding. You know what? I was just thinking about that. I mean, it's like, you know, his last little point, don't take defeat out of the hands of victory. You know, it's not over until it's actually over. And, you know, the system is so set up just to beat you down. The exes try to use that that fear tactics. I haven't talked about that in a while, but I have an old, some old videos on the fear tactics they use where they just try to get, get you to, to think that you're going to lose. It's that little voice in your head. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. You might as well just give up because you're going to lose. And, uh, you know, you haven't lost until you lost. What was it that, uh, Melissa Isaac said when we had her on a few weeks ago, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to take an ass beating, a whooping for free. And, you know, she's got a point. I mean, if it's like worst case, what you're going to, I mean, granted there's a cost, right? I mean, it's like if, if, if on the flip side, they're saying you're going to get the standard stuff, you know, every other weekend or whatever, you know, I mean, to spend a lot of money to, to ultimately get that would suck. But, you know, I mean, I think they try to just test people's resolves, see if they will back off and if you agree to something, if you agree, like if he would have said, oh, crap, you know what? I don't have the money. I'm not going to try to go this route. I'm going to just give up or not give up, but I'm just going to say, well, you know, I'm not going to get any better than this anyway, so I'll just accept it so it doesn't cost me, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to do it. 
stay the course guys. That is amazing. All right. Let me, let me look around. I think, uh, I had a follow up with what I was talking with Alex about in the comments. Let me see if I can find that. And this will be my normal time where I complain and say, I really wish this software had a search thing so I could just search on people and, and get right up to it. Well, I'll just read what moderator Debbie had written and said from Alex, it says Thanksgiving, she will take them out of state and wants uh, to sue, wants to do maybe Saturday and Friday. That would be mine. You accept and don't ask for two days back to keep it even. I don't even understand how you're saying that. Um, Bottom line is, now that's messed up. If you guys, well, okay, let me back up. If you're saying during the holidays, you guys have a fixed schedule and she's saying, hey, can I have a couple extra days because I'm going out of town or whatever. And it fits within your plan and you can say, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll just take, you know, we'll just swap these days around. Yeah, that's perfectly, I mean, that's legit. If you're okay with it, that's fine. You know, I mean, the, the only caveat I would say on that is like in my situation when the act, that first, that first Christmas, when, when she decided, you know, oh, it's my Christmas for, with the kids. So I'm taking them out of state and, uh, you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have them call you on Christmas day. And I said, I said, Hey, pumpkin, uh, the court order says that whoever doesn't have the kids for Christmas day gets to see them on Christmas day for a couple of hours. And then she retorted back. Well, that's only if we decide it says, you know, that mutually agreed upon. And I do not agree that you get to see the kids on Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what that means. <laughs> that means if I agreed to, to say, fine, I don't want to see the kids on Christmas day. That's great. But you know, it's not, if you decide you get to do whatever the hell you want. And that went back and forth for weeks. And I finally basically was like, look, the court order says this, you signed it. I signed it a federal court, or I think a federal, you know, whatever the family court judge signed it. No, no. And if you do this, I'm going to call the cops. That was kind of a bluff, but she finally backed off. Uh, as this is back whenever I was still able to talk to her and she caught me in a, in a twist because we were talking about compromise. And, uh, I think I said, you know, well, look, a compromise would be, well, she was trying to say, well, you don't even know how to compromise. You don't even, I'm like, well, you know, it's like your compromise isn't doing whatever the hell you want to do. And I agree with it. And that's a compromise. A compromise is we, we come up with something. Like I would take the kids for Christmas Eve and you could just head out on your trip on Christmas morning. Okay. And I was like, oh crap, what just happened? Completely baited me. And I, I inadvertently, I probably should have backed off and said, no, that's not what I meant. I was being sarcastic. I didn't do that. I was like, oh crap. So I got the kids. If I remember correctly, I got the kids Christmas Eve. Christmas morning, she woke them up. No tree, no, none of that stuff. It's like, get in the car, we're leaving, and started a two-day road trip. But uh, anyways, I digress. So, um, all right, let me see what else we got going on. Whoops, things are moving over here. Let me delete that. 
I'll look at just I'll look at the regular comments here for a moment. Um, oh wow, looks like there's more stuff. Or I or I uh, went down too far. I like this. Will says compromise to them. They are getting their way. Oh, this is good. Uh, T Solo says most toxic exes do not even read the agreement. Mine didn't. Mine had no idea what was in that thing. I was like, seriously, you didn't read the damn thing. You know, I read it twice backwards and forwards. I wanted to know exactly what I was assign what I was assigning and agreeing to. Uh, Sack Media says, "Just stick to the court order. No need to talk." That is exactly what I ultimately did do. And uh, and well, let me back up. That's what I did. After a while, whenever it just when I realized that if I tried to compromise, every time we tried to do something. It's like the ex would be like, oh, well, you know, there was this one time, you know, you, you kept the kids here later, so I can do this other, you know, this just, it's like, here, I gave you a dime and it's like, oh, well, since you gave me a dime, that means I can take, you know, a thousand dollars next time. I'm just a bad analogy, but so I finally just said, no, nope, follow court order. Whenever she'd say, oh, I want to try to do that. Nope. Follow the court order. Nope. Not negotiating with you. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm done. Uh, the only reason that I did on that one event that I was talking about with my middle daughter is because I knew that I lost. I knew it was a wedge issue. I knew I could win the battle. I knew I, I was completely right to say, no, my year, I have priority. I've already made plans. We already have a, you know, not a camping trip, but uh, we have a trip planned. So no, because it would have been a complete wedge. And that's what she was hoping. She was hoping that I was going to do that, in my opinion, so that I would really strain the relationship with my middle daughter. So I, that was the one time where I said, okay, well, I can't completely just follow the court order because I will lose the battle. Or not the battle, I'll lose the war. I'll win the battle, but I'll lose the war. And that's what you guys have to think about. So it's very new, nuanced. It's um, Perfectly fine to stick with this advice, right? With what, like Sack Media was saying, you know, stick with the court order. But don't be, don't be so firm that you end up making mistakes that ultimately hurt you, if that makes sense. So it's, I mean, it's just, it's tough. And then it's, excuse me, it's really easy to get into the mode to where you're second guessing yourself. You're like, oh, should I do this? I should just do that. And it's, it's all of this is all more nuanced than that. I mean, to be honest, you can look at it and, uh, I, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to word this in a way I was going to use the last caller and say, I mean, like for me, I, I, for the most part, wouldn't encourage somebody to stay in the house because you're just putting yourself at significant risk. But at the end of the day, we all have to basically, you know, look at the look at the chessboard, so to speak. Look at all the pieces. Understand. I mean, you guys all know. Every one of us knows our X and their nuances better than anyone else. Even if we're naive to it, you know. I, I always pretty much knew what the ex was going to do. There was a few things that, that sucker punched me. But at the end of the day, um, 
at the end of the day, I, I could, the ex has done everything that I would expect her to do. Right. So take what you know about yours and then make the best decision. And it's not going to be an awesome decision. I mean, we're always stuck with double binds and situations where we're trying to come up with the best bad solution that we possibly can. And then we just have to press on and hope that it doesn't mess everything up. Let's see. Magic Triangle has a question. It says, sticking to court order, my toxic ex refused to read or follow the court orders. She just complains. I tell her to stick to the order. She refuses and demands the court to appoint a neutral... Neutral what? And then the court does. A neutral... Hmm maybe a mediator, and then the court does, and then she cuddles up to the neutral rent a judge, and he or she rules in her favor. Well, I mean, that's a tough one because, you know, I mean, that's a way to get around, that's a way to get around the uh, the court order thing. And if you can get the judge to turn around and, and, and rule against you, then you have, I mean, it's, uh, that's a bad situation because now your ex is being empowered and emboldened by by that your best record you have two choices on that in my opinion and that would be to file an appeal on those rulings but you have to have a reason where you can file an appeal on it and you may not yeah honestly because you might be in a situation where it would just make you look like you're being difficult and you absolutely absolutely do not want that because that will just create extra problems going down or you just when something comes up and they're trying to do it is you try to you you, you try to spin it to where it's a positive for you or you trade time or you do something to to switch it around but see, that's that's the problem with this. Like, right? I mean, like, even honestly, when I was saying that, when I went down that road, I'm like, no, follow the court order. The ex would be like, but I want it. Nope, court order. If the ex would have had more money or felt more comfortable going back to court, she absolutely could have have done that. What you're, what this person is talking about. You know, I mean, so again, it, it goes back to what I was just talking about, where you know, you're, you know, you know, or you have an idea of how your ex operates. And then you make decisions based on it. And if it, if it all backs everything up, then you're like, okay, I'm starting to understand and see the patterns. If they flip things, you know, if you push over here and they do something completely different, you take that as a data point and go, okay, you know, what does that mean? What does that mean going forward? It's just really tough. Every time that one of these people can, can start winning or finding a path to victory through the court system, you're, it, it, it makes things, anytime... It makes things more complicated because anytime they get emboldened on this, it's going to create additional problems. I mean, that was even in my situation. That first hearing, whenever I I didn't completely win, she didn't completely win either, but it didn't fix anything. It just made it uh, it made it effectively worse. Unfortunately, we need a, we need typically a a early crushing victory to really have a, a good positive, you know, change, I guess. Will says I started off being super rigid, but slowly began to realize that I don't need to win all the time. Sometimes the time with the kids isn't always going to be 50, 50 and that's okay. Yeah, it is. 
Again, it's about winning the war, not the battle. We want to win the battle. It's so easy to get caught up in like, I'm not going to let you win. Not even one. I'm going to crush you on every point. Every point doesn't matter. What matters is, is what, you know, what's the overall objective? And are you, are you, uh, uh, seeing that, not seeing that, are you, are you achieving that? Are you getting close to that? Looks like I have another caller. So I'm going to go to area code four, four, let's see, four, two, five. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, your topic today, uh, what would you tell your children when they're asking, why can't I go with dad uh, to this uh, fun event when you and I are just staying at home? Because after years, he would always, I, you know, just give him the days because, well, we're not doing anything. Okay, go ahead. You can take her. And um, he would say, I will bring her back home. But then he'll respond later. Oh, well, actually, the court papers say receiving parent needs to pick up the child. So you need to come and pick her up and so many other things that I, the police have even told me, you just need to follow the court order. So that's what I've done. Yeah. And now it has painted a picture to my child that, mom, why can I not go with dad? We're not doing anything. What would you tell your child? Well, I mean, you can do, I mean, that's a, that's a perfect example of a double bind. Right. Because you, you don't win no matter what. The, I mean, if I was in your situation, what I would uh, what I would try to do is have something else planned that uh, you're you're going to do. So it's not just, you know, everybody sitting in different things in the house. I mean, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know, you know, um, and you also actually what you're talking about <clears throat> is very. uh it's very interesting because I had the opposite thing with me where there would be events, not that I wanted to do with, with my, like basically my youngest, but there were certain like summer camp trips and stuff. And it always appeared that on mom's day, that's when they would do the fun events. They would go to the really cool places. And on my, my day, it was just normal. And there was a few, a couple of times where I'm like, Hey, you know, can you, uh, you know, little, 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 little child wants to go to this. Can we make it happen? And she would wait until like one o'clock in the morning to say no. And then when I would get my kid, I'm like, well, what did you guys do? That, you know, what did you guys do? Right. I mean, maybe that was wrong for me to ask, but back, you know, this was early on into it. And typically it was something very, not that big of a deal. It was like, oh, we went to the library, you know, or we did something. I mean, your best bet would be to try to have something to do that. The other thing you could just say is, hey, look, you know what? This always turns into a mess. You can do things when on your dad's time. Dad's time. It's, uh, hey, Debbie, delete the phone numbers, please. Don't let people put phone numbers on the... Oh, you're doing this number. Never mind. Sorry, I saw some stuff on the chat. I apologize. But, uh, you know, just make sure that um, you have... If, if you could have something else, that's your best case scenario. How old's your daughter again? It's like teenager, right? Or like 13? Yeah, she just turned 12. 12, okay. You know, I mean, and then the flip side to it is just, I mean, the other option you could do, which will make her mad, is just say, look, it's not open for discussion. We're not, no, you're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And uh, let's just move I on. And that's just, why I, I called you. Yeah. So many times before saying, you know, like, um, 
isn't it selfish of me? Because dad's house is Disneyland. They go do things all the time. And me, I don't do. So is it, let me ask you this. Is it, I mean, so, so, so are, is this happening right now? I mean, have you gotten your daughter back? She's spending nights over with you and now she's trying to say, Hey, dad's got this event planned. I want to go. Or is this just uh, something that's happened in the past? Uh, just in the past, the, okay. your topic has brought up the questions, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, if I get her coming back home to me and dad's going to do this again, hey, there's a, something going on. Can I take her? And he always just would change the plans or I'm going to keep her longer. And Well, I see, and that's what you could just know. say. You could say, you know, I mean, what you could say to your daughter if it comes up again is like, look, honey, you know, we've gone through this COVID thing, which was a mess. Basically, I haven't seen you in a long time. So I want to, you know, I want to maximize the time we have. On top of that, time and time again, every time this happens, it's like I'm we, your dad and I making an agreement, and then it changes at the last minute, and it's just it's 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 stressful. That is you what know. I have been doing, I have been doing that, but now she, I think, is partly why she's putting her foot down, saying, "No, I'm not coming home with you. I'm going to stay at dad," because they, you know, they go skiing, they do they do a lot of things. A lot yeah, of activity. It, it's a. T- it kind of goes back if to I, what she lives with me. Child support. Yeah, dad won't be able to do those things anymore if he has to pay child support. Oh right. Oh, see, that's a bad thing because that'll get spun with you too. I mean, see, here's the thing. Again, it's all. It's all. Um, it's all double negative, or not? It's double binds, right? I mean, so you, you know, you get, you know, you get the custody put back the way it was. If child support, if he has to start paying some of that you know, more than likely he's going to be like, Hey, you know, sorry, we can't go, you know, we can't go skiing this year because, um, there's just no money. Now, is he going to say, is he, I mean, no matter what, it doesn't matter whether he says, no, we just can't do it because he could just do that. Right. I mean, that would be the best solution. He could say, no, I can't because there's just no money. Bills have gone up. Or he could say no, because your darn mother has done this and now I have no money. And I mean, it's, it's, a it's a bind. I mean, it's a, it's a bind, but you got to do what's right for you. Right. I mean, you, you've gone through all this mess. Have, look, let me ask you this. Have you started to see your daughter again? I mean, the last you filed the initial paper or not the initial, mm-hmm. but you fired the motion. He started, I it sounded, if I remember correctly, he was letting you see her a little bit, but where are you at I've now? I've seen her twice, right? I've seen her twice in the past two weeks. Okay. And overall, seven months I have seen her four times right you know I know I know it's been it's in the last two weeks so um that's that's wonderful um but but it's still because of the court case right right and it still doesn't it isn't up to the time that it should be right I mean you should have overnights and you right don't you have overnights are you before COVID right I I take so that's what I was wondering when he lets me take her out for dinner these last two nights should I have just kept her at home with me and not returned her? Like, what's that tell the judge? I don't think it was right to do that because she's now mom's being crazy. No, yeah, I, I it, it, that, see the problem with that. It, it, if you're see, cause I could have done that in the beginning. I could have the, you know, the first time I got to see the kids, I could have just said, Nope, not giving them back because at that time there wasn't a court order. The, the problem is, is that you gotta, you gotta do this delicate, ba- delicate balance with your child you know, I mean, if your kid was all going to be for it, that's one thing. But um, otherwise, you're just setting. I mean, it, you. it, it's setting. You're setting. You'd be setting yourself up for trouble. So I wouldn't. 
Uh-huh. With what you've said in the past. And with she would what, never get back in the car with me again. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where, I mean, even though her dad is doing that, I mean, te- and I mean, realistically, your, your story is kind of the polar opposite of what a lot of people see, right? I mean, it's kind of the opposite, you know? I mean, that's like, what I'm saying is, is like in my situation, you know, the ex just decided unilaterally, the kids are mine and I'll decide when you get to see him. And the kids were all huddled around her, you know, and I mean, it's like, yeah, legally, I could have just taken them and said, no, you know, you're batshit crazy and uh, I'm not going to let him come back. I mean, I could have done it until there was a court order. And uh, the problem is, it's not like the kids were like saying to me, oh, save me, daddy, from mommy. They were, you know, they were confused and they didn't, they weren't, I mean, if, if they were siding with anyone back then, they were siding with the mom. And I mean, it's just, so I, I guess that's a long way for me to say what you're doing, I think is spot on, you know, and, and be, and, cause I'm sure that people from what we've talked about in the past, I'm sure you have other advisors or other people in your area that are saying, well, you just need to grab her and keep her until the court hearing, you know, and I do what your, do what your gut tells you is right. Check with us. Right. I mean, every once in a while you call and just kind of do a sanity check just to make sure you're not making a decision based on your own guilt or fear. And, um, you know, just keep plugging along. When's your court hearing? Monday the 30th. So a week and a half. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, did, was that helpful at all? I will keep you posted. Yes, it is. I, I thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for calling. And let's see. Oh, I might have another one too. So let me look at the comments before before I go to that though. Uh, I, I wish that <laughs> you guys could see. I'm like straining over the microphone to try to look at the uh, the phone call window. Let me see what you guys are saying in the comments on that. Uh, or let me double check to see if high, uh, if moderator Debbie try uh, highlighted anything. I see Magic Trauma says, I'm in the U.S. I'm a lawyer myself, not family law. have been to court multiple times, have sat and watched judges completely ignore evidence and law and just give to my ex because she is mom. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, that is a trend that sometimes happens. I think the, the biggest, biggest high-profile version of that right now, and it's not in family law, it's the Johnny Depp thing, the U.K. trial. But the thing, what I would say on that magic triangle is, is I mean, and, and as a as a lawyer, you may you probably have a better understanding of this than anyone else. See if you can find some way that that judge violated the statutes and appeal the damn decision. The problem is, is if it's if it's in that better that uh, uh, what's it called? I mean the uh, the crap, I can't remember. I completely had a, a brain freeze. Uh, the best interest of the child doctrine or that, that ambiguity where they can just say, well, the, the statutes say that I get to decide what I feel, meaning the judge, what I feel is the, in the best interest of the kids. And using that, I say this, but there's gotta be some statute that says that, that they at least have to look, <clears throat> look at the evidence that you have before they just completely dismiss it. Anyways, that would honestly, uh, looks like that comment I was looking at just got deleted. Um, we, we have a system over that shows live comments and, uh, that we, so we can actually do that. But, um, anyways, I, that's what I would recommend you look at to see, is there a way, I mean, and maybe your attorney doesn't want to do it because typically 
family court attorneys do not want to do appeals. I mean, you might have to do that on your own. And I know that's probably not, you know, something that you would really want to do. But for the, the crazy reality, see, here's the thing. What I would say, see, I can't remember what your name was because the comment, I didn't highlight it. I had it up and I don't, uh, normally I refer back to it and it got deleted. So crap. Anyways, what I would just say is probably you as a, as a normal attorney deal with the structure of law and the process and when you make arguments, you're basing it on statutes and stuff. And if, and if a judge that, you know, goes against that, it's just common practice to do an appeal. For whatever reason in family court, they absolutely don't want to do that most of the time. So uh, I would say see if, see if there is a, a, uh, an avenue for you to do that. Ask your attorney that you're paying to do that. And if they say no consider just doing it on your own. So let me look and see what else is over here. Let me see if I can find Brandon's comment and I'll highlight that. And then after I do that, I will go to the next caller. So stand by. Brandon says, me and the kid's mom split up, but we live together. She now is back to treating us as a couple. I was caught off guard, so how do I deal with that? How do I find it okay to be at the same house? Dude, that is so dangerous and confusing. Uh, that's a tough one, man. You know, I mean, I, I'm, my assumption is, is that you're doing that. Typically, the reason people do that is just money. It's like, you know, we can't afford to live separate. Okay, we'll basically be roommates and, you know, we'll do it that way. Brandon, I mean, really, you're in a tough situation, man. Uh, when you say split up, I wonder if that means that you have a divorce or if you just broke up and you're like, okay, you're living on, you know, you're in one room and she's in the other or typically, you know, you're on the couch and she's in the room. Um, You know, there's a lot of nuances to that. How old are the kids? You know, can you, what, what is your situation? I mean, what, what really, what other options do you have? Cause I don't want to just, I mean, the, my gut feeling is to say, you need to have a conversation and say, Hey, look, we're basically roommates. We're doing this at a convenience so that uh, we can reduce costs. We both can help raise the kids and that's the focus, but we're not together. We're not in a relationship. We're not romantic. We're not physical. Uh, the problem is, is you do that and you should, ex you, I would say you need to expect that that's going to result in a negative, uh, a negative reaction. I just realized we only have a few minutes. So I'm going to go back to the uh, caller area code 760. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Um, I'm calling. I'm having some issues again um so basically you know my ex left the state of california quit his job and he went to arizona <laughs> to not pay child support and now he's demanding his uh winter visit and i tried working an alternative with him i actually offered him like two christmases uh back to back 
um, in lieu of doing this one, because this one he's only going to get like a few days, because uh, here in Canada we have um, a quarantine requirement that's required by law, so my son has to do it to be able to go back to school. So it's just, it's a mess. And, um, you know, I'm in the high risk category for COVID and like the last thing I want to do is put my son in a situation where he could maybe get a sick. Um, you know, last time he went with his dad, his dad didn't follow any safety well, precautions at all. And, uh, you really are kind of down to, I mean, cause last time this happened, you over the summer, you sent, uh, you did end up sending your son because of all the threats your ex was doing. So now I think you're kind of in a situation is like, are you willing to double down and go to court to say, Hey, look, because of, I mean, it, because of the situation, because of COVID, I wouldn't go in there and saying, well, because he moved and quit his job and he's not paying child support, I don't want him to see the, see our kid. Don't, don't say that because that's not going to help you. What you want to say is, Hey, look, what you just said to me, is and I and I would probably recommend you say you know what here's the deal, uh, you make the you've already made the deal saying hey look because of COVID I don't want to do this it's only a couple of days so let's push this off and I'll give you makeup time later, and if he says no then do a, an emergency hearing to say hey look because of COVID because of the lockdowns because of my medical condition because of the laws here this needs to be stopped because of this. And you just have to decide if that's, if that's an, I mean, if that's an option, I would exercise that option. If, if that isn't an option, then you try to convince your ex, which you've done this before and he won't do it to, to agree to what you're putting out there. But because you want it, he's not going to, he's going to say no anyways. Or there, your third option is just to ignore him yeah. and not do anything and make him go to court. But I know that that's not an option from previous conversations because you're worried about your status in Canada and if he starts making problems with the state department and stuff, it really highlights, I mean, it could make things complicated for you and your new husband, correct? Yeah, it could make a big mess. So that's, that's what my recommendation would be. And it's, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes the bluffs work, right? Sometimes you can, you can throw something out there and they'll back down, but, uh, your ex hasn't in the past. So I don't, I don't know. And, and on the, on the moving and stuff, my guess would be what he's going to say, because everybody's moving out of California right now. He'll say the lockdowns are so much. My job was really affected. It was too scary. Um, and I moved to Arizona like other people have, and I'm just trying to find a job. And it's not because I'm trying to avoid child support. It's just because of co he'll make up some excuse. So, I mean, uh, not to say that he won't yeah, get caught up in it, but...
Uh, he's in arrears. He's not paying child's court order child support. Could you please, you know, participate? And they'll make his life a living hell. I mean, unless he, you know, but however, I will say yeah. this is it seems like the narcissistic people seem to get passes all the time. But I mean, I would just do that. You know, I mean, because as soon as you're like $5,000 in arrears, that's a felony arrears. You could go to jail for that. You more than likely will get your, all your accounts seized. You won't, you know, you'll get your credit cards or not credit card, your driver's license suspended. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a mess. I mean, they tried, California tried to do that to me for $240 in arrears just because of the way I get paid. They, tr they tried to seize my retirement well, account and uh, suspend my license. So anyways. The, well, the 5,000 is actually for a ward of attorney fees, but he, 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 he is in arrears. Well, but see on that, yeah, um, and, and Alex, let me just hold on. Cause we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this. Alex had a similar thing. And once you have an award for that, there are avenues that you can actually, you can get his account seized to get that money. There's ways to do it. So you might just have to be a little bit more aggressive on how you deal with it. And uh, I mean, to be honest, when I sued my ex for, in small claims court for the medical bills, I was prepared. If I could get to the point that I could seize her account to get the money back, I was willing to do it because I was so irritated. It didn't normally work. It didn't work out that way, but Alex did do that. So I think you're going to have to go on the offensive a little bit to to kind of set the ground rules. I mean, the 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 contempt thing is important, but but you might need to ramp it up a little bit. Include child, Department of Child Support Services, which I always find it odd whenever I recommend someone do that, considering how evil they have been to me. But I mean, at the end of the day, you need some accountability on that. So and all's well. We're yeah. we're basically at yeah, the last gonna... minute, so you got you got like about ten okay. seconds. Wrap <laughs> it. <laughs> no, it's just basically I'm gonna let the visit happen, but I have been able to build evidence where I can show in court later that he is doing this to punish me because of some of the choice yeah. words he said in our messaging. Um, so I do look forward to using that in court later on. All right. Well, we'll chat with you later. Right. Guys, I mean, I know it's well, we're out of time. So on that Thank you guys so much for hanging out today. Remember, tomorrow I have a guest, so put it, put that on your calendar. That should be a great discussion. I do want to say thank you to all the channel members who helped make this happen. Uh, without their help, I wouldn't be able to keep the phone lines on as I watch the balance go down and keep the lights on and all that kind of good stuff. So I really appreciate all the support from, from you guys. And uh, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you here tomorrow.